history of personal computing. Jeff, do you know the theme song to Welcome Back, Cotter? Yes, I do. Oh, go ahead. John Sebastian sang it. Go ahead. <laughs> what? You want me to sing yeah. it? <laughs> I can't sing it. I oh. can't carry a tune in a bucket. <laughs> All right. Well, then I'll just read it. Welcome back to the History of Personal Computing Podcast. This is show 58 for Thursday, February 16th, 2017. I'm David Grealish, and I'm joined by... <laughs> I, I forgot my name. <laughs> this is an unusual day. I only remember my names on Wednesdays and Some Sundays. like salty, salty. And we haven't been recording. Salty yeah. guy, salty man. Oh, some salty guy. Yeah. Oh, Salts. you want me to be salty during this episode? Salza, I'll be salty during <laughs> <laughs> Or how I sometimes, act, you know, when I'm too quick typing, I'll actually spell it slamzan. So. <laughs> actually, is, is Jeff short for Jeffrey? Yes, it is. Are you, in fact, Jeffrey Salzman? You can only call Salzman? me Jeffrey if you're my mother and you're mad at me. <laughs> I can't introduce you as Jeffrey Salzman for this edition of the History of Personal Computing Podcast. I guess you could. It's I kind of did, formal. right? <laughs> so how's it going? It's going pretty good. It's I know. been unusually because we'll talk about the weather that's what we do yeah uh, it's actually been unusually warm up here for a february <laughs> how about that um, i mean we have our cold days but we really didn't get much snow or um if it comes it, it melts like the next day but we're supposed to hit like uh 60 or to 65 degrees uh this saturday wow it's well, unusual it's, it, it can keep that trend it's been I, sunny I and it, it had gotten warm and but then like it was it's been kind of you know chilly and um and windy the last few days but but it has it was sunny so it looked really nice outside i walked out outside for work i mean to get lunch at work and um still had to have a, a light jacket on just because it was real windy and i i don't know what it must have been oh, upper yeah, 60s. we had wind yesterday and stuff too it can it can bite you but you know upper 60s here is is chilly there yes. it's warm <laughs> it's, it's balmy here in february <laughs> yeah but I'm not complaining. No. I'm just wondering if we're going to get five feet of snow mid-March. Oh, yeah. Did the um, – the, the oh, crap. What the is it? The chipmunk? What is it that comes out? Groundhog saw his shadow. <laughs> Groundhog. So what does that mean? Six weeks of snow. Did it, or six it, weeks of winter, actually. Does it really? That's that's what the prediction is. Oh. All right. We'll see if that happens up here. I mean, if it really winter comes back. There is some argument that it got cloudy later that day, that maybe they're just reading it at the wrong time. Yeah. Yeah, that would kind of matter, wouldn't it? Yes. When the, when the chipmunk comes out. Chipmunk. <laughs> chipmunk doesn't cast much. Yeah, shadow. I've seen the movie, even though I still couldn't think of the name. Groundhog Day. Yeah, name, right in the name of the movie. Yep. Punxsutawney Phil. That is a great movie. And my daughter's born on Groundhog's Day. I just say if she sees her shadow. Oh, yeah. We talked about this, didn't we? And, and she did not because she stayed inside. <laughs> so maybe that's why. So um, uh, so today we are going to be talking about the iPhone in our, in our continuing series about the third tier of personal computing, handheld computers, ultimately becoming smartphones. And, yes. Um, so uh, you didn't have anything else to share news-wise or personal uh No, nothing new. It's, it's, it's been sort of, sort of just a steady week um, or steady two weeks. Yeah. Just not, not a whole lot one way or the other. Me too. Really busy at work. And then, of course, uh, with the, the college stuff, keeping me and my wife super busy. So, which is good in a lot of ways. Keeps you out of trouble. Yeah. Like I, I told you before we started the show, like, um, you're college students. Now you got to have those keggers. <laughs> Tuesday nights are, are, um, only because we procrastinate. That's when they're due by, yeah. by 
a 1 p.m. Central time, 1 p.m. Eastern time, the upload, we always have two papers to write. And of course, you know, we come home from work and no, we haven't done a single thing on them. You know, we, we always talk about doing it. But and we that's get them such in an time. easy habit to fall into also. Yeah, but hey, we're making A's. <laughs> good. So that's yep. good, huh? Hey, if you can, if you can whip up a 250 to 500 word essay, you know, just at the last minute and still get A's on it. That that's a good thing. Oh no, these are um, well, they're two pages. Yeah, double space cited references. Yeah, double space. Which I'm trying to think. My last paper. Uh, okay, was, about seven fifty to a thousand words. Then yeah, maybe six hundred to eight hundred on average, somewhere in there. So still not yeah, not too bad. But but um, yeah, they're not. I mean, it's real college. They're definitely they want they want the research and the the stuff cited properly, APA style and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Do you? generate that yourself or you do just use word or something and have it generated um i have to generate it because on my new mac i didn't uh feel like buying office so i'm just using okay. and maybe it maybe it has it in uh pages citation machine i think was one of the websites that do that for you oh I, you know i have um, to look into that that's great that's what i used when i was working on my well the computer i'm in front of right now to record this podcast does not have word installed but i do have uh open office which hey. doesn't have a very good bibliography but citation machine is pretty good um Look sometimes you can just put put a name of a reference in there and it will dig up all the pertinent parts and if it can't find anything you can fill it in yourself and then it, you just add it to a list and then it will generate the bibliography for you this is great. We're off the rails here, but we're. <laughs> but this is yeah. good information. All right. I'm going to use that for sure. Well, this is great for people who use their Commodore 64s to do their yeah. uh, papers because they don't have – I don't think Fleet System 4 has uh, a bibliography. Or if you like using like Doom to write your papers. <laughs> this can be yeah. very helpful. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Or sure, why not? Lotus 1, 2, Doom. 3. Use the do oh, yeah. People use <laughs> spreadsheets for everything, don't they? Uh, for everything but spreadsheets. Yeah. All right, back to the shoe. So we're you talking about the iPhone. So I wanted to point out, and the link will be in the show notes that I once did a podcast. I know I've brought it up before, but um, a show called Not Another Apple Podcast, and um, the six episodes that that we did, I had two different co-hosts um, are still up on the site, and uh, so. Uh, and it's funny because it works, but if you try to click on, like, if I go to show five, which is the one I want to mention, that link is broken. But if you just stay on the main page, you can you can see all the show notes and you can click and listen to the podcast. So check it out, if you will. Go to show five. And on show five, me and Scott, oh, we'll see, my co-host, we, uh, we discussed the new iPhone 5 a little bit. And then we look back at the launch of the first iPhone and then subsequent models after that. And we just discuss a little bit like what we talked about on this show um, last week. Was it last week or the one before we came into smartphones? We talked a little bit about some different smartphones and I talked about like one one that I had. Some of the various designs. So there's some good links in there. I noticed that the links to uh, some of the YouTube stuff has been shut down since 2012. But in any case, if you also look in our show notes, so the second link is a link to a YouTube video that uh, takes you to a specific place in it with Steve Jobs uh, introducing the the new iPhone. Yeah, where he is it? Where he shows he just teases the whole audience by saying, "Oh, I got one of these here in my pocket." But he yeah, one. Yeah. Well, and, and of course, you're, you could watch the whole thing, and it's actually still pretty interesting. But he he actually comes in. He starts off by saying, "You know, this is a." Uh, a day I've been waiting a long time for, and uh, we're not we're not just introducing one revolutionary product, but three. And he says it's a new touchscreen iPod, um, and then it's a it's a new mobile phone, and the crowd applauds and everything. There's a lot of hype about the iPhone coming up to that, and then a uh, internet communications device, and then he, then he starts saying it faster together until he finally goes, you, "You're getting it right. It's not three devices; it's one." And then he introduces the iPhone. <laughs> but I thought what we do is you and I we would watch this you know part this clip uh, uh, just where he goes in and start and talks about something a lot of people have forgotten about and maybe we'll talk about it a little bit is uh the software that the iPhone was built on which I think helped make it I mean obviously one of the most revolutionary things about it was the multi-touch interface 
um, and using your finger instead of a stylus. That was that completely made it different, right? Than anything, it it, it created a new standard. But it's also the software in it. I think that sort of set a new standard as well. And it really wouldn't be for another year, arguably year and a half too, before you know the Android operating system sort of started matching it to truly compete with it. It was just so far ahead. So yeah, Google had had to do something because they uh, they saw an idea and wanted to mm-hmm. jump in. So um, so so let's take a look at that, Jeff. Okay. It's not so powerful, and today. We're going to show you a software breakthrough, software that's at least five years ahead of what's on any other phone. Now, how do we do this? Well, we start with a strong foundation. iPhone runs OS X. Yeah. Now, why, why would we want to run such a sophisticated operating system on a mobile device. Well, because it's got everything we need. It's got multitasking. It's got the best networking. It already knows how to power manage. We've been doing this on mobile computers for years. It's got awesome security. And to write apps, it's got everything from Coco and the graphics, and it's got core animation built in, and it's got the audio and video that OS X is famous for. It's got all the stuff we want and it's built right in to iPhone. And that has let us create desktop class applications and networking, right? Not the crippled stuff that you find on most phones. This is real desktop class applications. Now, you know, one of the pioneers of our industry, Alan Kay, has had a lot of great quotes throughout the years. And I ran across one of them recently that explains how we look at this explains why we go about doing things the way we do. Because we love software. And here's the quote. People who are really serious about software should make their own hardware. You know? Alan said this 30 years ago. And this is how we feel about it. And so we're bringing breakthrough software to a mobile device for the first time. It's five years ahead of anything on any other phone. Okay. So we're back. All right. So we watched approximately about a minute and a half, uh, starting at that eight and a half uh, mark, where he he talks about you know the the revolutionary thing about iPhone being built on OS ten, a desktop operating system, and why and you know why it was, and he goes into some of the things. So what did you think about that? That I I didn't when I first saw that years ago. That didn't dawn on me exactly what that meant. Now it makes perfect sense in hindsight. Basically, it saves a lot of time, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of effort. Uh, they were able to quickly get that to market because they based it on an operating system that already has a platform of applications. Right. Which, of course, later on, they had to port a lot of that stuff. See, even though it's built on OS X, it's obviously a scaled back. Yeah, you know, so the APIs are going to be a little different. So things that use the more powerful features of the desktop computers had to be redone. Mm-hmm. But still, a lot of the work was, was there. I remember at the time, you know, watching that, and I thought that that was pretty remarkable, and it made a lot of sense. And I instantly thought, well, you know, basically they've created a handheld Macintosh phone, which it sort of was. It was well, not exactly, but um, but yeah. Then later on into this video, this is just a lot of these different Steve Jobs videos. Of course, are are great. They're really worth watching tons of them because it's just really, you know, he was a great showman, and but he, you know, hypes it up really good. Yeah, you know, he explains it, but the showmanship, but then, but it's legitimate stuff like what he's saying here. It's not really hyped up. I mean, at the time, again, this phone was was crazy advanced for his time. So, I mean, I think when you ever when now, did you buy one? No, first time I ever got into to these anything like it was the. Uh, uh, second generation iPod Touch. Okay. Yeah, and I had a first generation. I do know somebody iPod at work Touch. who bought the first generation iPhone. Um, but it was impressive, don't you think? I mean, it really was like this. Oh, yes. This is wow. This is this is. There's the no touch screen without a stylus. You know, it it it's nothing now. But yeah, back then it's like you know, I'm sure a lot of people asked, "Where is the stylus yeah. stored?" But I mean, even the fit and finish of the, well, not just the hardware build itself, but the actual, 
you know, the the operating system and how it worked and just, you know, typical Apple kind of stuff. It's just very polished. And, you know, it took Android quite a while to sort of uh, come up to that point. And I'm sitting here and I use an Android phone now. So I have uh, I have a Samsung Galaxy S7 Edge that I like quite a bit. Yep. And I've gone back and forth between iPhones and, and um, Android devices. Um, of course, I still prefer my Mac. But I so my first smartphone of, of that sort of class was an Android phone. And only because Sprint didn't, I was, we've been a Sprint a long time, excuse me, and they didn't have the iPhone. And it wouldn't be till the 4S, that's when that's Sprint right. got AT&T them. AT&T had it. Yeah, for like three years, you could only get it through AT&T, yep. I, I believe. But um, so my first iPhone was the 4S. And interesting, interesting. so uh, my wife's was the 4, and she got that through her company with AT&T. And she has always been on the uh the numbered versions of, of iPhones. So, so she has a, a seven now. And, um, and I was always, I had a four S and I had a five S and I had a six S. <laughs> That's all I said. Okay. I was always in the other, a cycle of them, but, um, anyway, I just think that's really interesting. And since we're talking about the iPhone, I, so what do you, what do you use now? I think you use Android, uh, right? Yeah. I have the galaxy S seven non edge. Okay. And, um, Only- I, I, I think yeah, Android is very polished at this point. Yeah, I'm still waiting for the the latest. Uh, uh, what is it that's coming out next? Well, I know seven is out. Android seven, whatever it's called. Is it nougat? I don't know. <laughs> Marshmallow. <laughs> but I think we're at a point, and so here it is, ten years later from the introduction of the iPhone, and you know, and look how drastically. Basically, in only less than 10 years, the two main players have come to the point of that it's taken, you know, 25 years. Yeah, pretty much arguably, I, I, in my, my opinion, you know, the Mac OS and Windows are about the same. It, yes, yep. pros and cons to either one really kind of comes down to a matter of preference. But it's really it, it hard does, to say. Yeah. You cannot say Windows is just inferior to the Mac or vice versa. <laughs> they're, they're really, they're way more similar than they're different. And I think, you yeah, they run on the same CPU and, um, well, I mean, it just in the things, you know, how polished they are fit and finish, um, you know, uh, stability, just all that stuff. Well, and I think you remember windows thing. 10 on, on mobile phones too. That's, that's Microsoft again, being how many years too late, Mm. Uh, to Apple trying to make something work, you know, yeah. the same operating system on a mobile device than it was on a desktop device. But, you know, interestingly, they're, they're, it's not too late for that because you know how that can change. And, and, and you know, I bought a new Mac recently and I really like it and I, I'm not going anywhere as far as not using Mac OS X because it's really, it's my preferred platform. But I have to say the Windows, um, you know, their strategy of having Windows 10 across the platform, you know, so you have it in, in your laptop form factor, in your tablet form factor, and in your mobile or smartphone form factor. I kind of think they're, they're I kind of think Apple will have to go that way at some point. I just yeah, think it's inevitable to, that's the future. They'll have to make it a one for one, unlike, you know, in that little video clip where it's. And, and how you mentioned that some stuff needed to be ported. Yeah. Uh, they had it close, but they didn't have it 100%. So that's, yeah, it's one thing, I guess, the, through the wait that Microsoft was able to do before Apple is that they uh, maybe they bided their time to get it right before they released it. And that's what they have. You know, the, the, the same apps appear to be running on the, the mobile devices as well as the desktop devices for Windows. So I really recommend anybody out there, uh, you know, even if you're a, um, you're an you know you're an Android person and you're never owned an iPhone and and but you know if you're listening to this show, I think you have some interest in history and especially this particular segment, uh, you know, watch a few minutes of it. I think it's really interesting. And um, you know, ten years ago now, a little bit more than ten years ago, because this is the announcement of the iPhone. All right, so getting back to uh, the show. So again, this is the podcast where we take an informal look at personal computing history through the lens of eBay auctions. So it's sort of like Antiques Roadshow, but all about antique personal computers. And um, so now let's just read a little bit from Wikipedia, as we like to do. So Jeff, go ahead. All right. The iPhone is a line of smartphones designed and marketed by Apple Incorporated. 
They run Apple iOS mobile operating system. The first generation iPhone was released on June 29th, 2007. Uh, yeah, almost 10 years. Yeah. Uh, the most recent it. iPhone model is the iPhone 7, which was unveiled at a special event on September 7th, 2016. So, okay. Yep, so that's where we are now is the 7. So, And so I guess possibly this year, later on, it'll be the 7S. Um, Apple has released 10 generations of iPhone models. And I, I don't believe they've done one every year, but it just kind of worked out that way. Um, each accompanied by one of the 10 major releases of the iOS operating system. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess they have every year. How yeah. it is now. I, I think just the consumers expect it. Oh, I guess the iOS weren't every year necessarily. Well, maybe so. Well, the phones, they're coming out almost, you know, people buy their phones on a two-year lease plan, and there's always a new phone that comes up in between. Mm -hmm. And if you go to the Wikipedia article for iPhone, there's a lot of interesting, lots of information here. I mean, just ton. And uh, and it talks about sales. Um, You know, for, for instance, starting in the third and quarter of 07, they sold a quarter of a million. By the end of 07, they sold 1.12 million. A year by a year later, they were selling seven million. Another year goes by, eight million. Um, you know, jump up to 2011, 18 million, 17 million. The end of 2012, 27 million. So, with the first quarter of 2017, they've sold 70, it looks like eight million iPhones. And you think they'd be a lot cheaper on eBay? Um, yeah, that. As we'll soon find out, that's not necessarily the case. So, let's see. Get back here. All right. Well, I guess with that, we'll just go right in. Go right into We found some interesting stuff on eBay, especially with the, the very original iPhones. Yes. And I kind of stuck with the original iPhones. I figured, why not? We'll just do all the first-gen stuff. And I believe I picked uh, a ones. decent collection. I, I started out with just a simple first-gen iPhone. If you wanted to buy one for your own personal museum, uh, you're probably going to get either a 4-gig or an 8-gig um, first-gen iPhone. Uh, here's one that was just the iPhone. It says no scratches. Probably had a screen giver on it or screen protector on it. And it's considered the black smartphone, even though it's got silver on the back. I never mm-hmm. did quite figure that out. $55. Um, like new, no scratches, might have small scuffs. <laughs> What's the difference? Um, that's a I good guess, I mean, that's cheap. So it's, it, it's nice it's, to see you, you can pick one of these up real, really cheap if you just. And look. if you can hook it up to iTunes, that'll be the real trick, wouldn't it? Um, it won't work. Does, it won't work. I'm pretty so sure, yeah, it won't work now. You have to find another way of putting your music on it. I mean, you could, if you don't use it as a phone, you can use it as an iPod. Well, actually, you know, I take it back. I think now I think about it because I have an original iPad, which granted is, uh, what, three years newer, and, and I can sync it and, and restore it and everything on my modern Mac, but uh, you're limited to, you can only restore it and up, you know, to the last ios that it supported so if you if you if you plug this in i think it's three point something maybe but it may not work at all now but you you could not like you cannot choose to put it, the shipping you know 1.0 iphone os on it there's ways yeah. of doing that i guess but you can't do it just through. oh you just break out an old computer with you know uh an old apple computer and if you have that software maybe you can get by yeah um, I do have an original iPhone, and um, I think it has, I, I think it has like whatever the last, like the person I bought it from off eBay, they restored it before they sold it to me. So it has like version three of, you know, point whatever, the, the last version. Well, there you go. That is supported. Or you All can right. hope that if it had any music already on it, that it's music you like to listen to <laughs> when you buy it used. So. So since I saw that you had picked all original iPhones, I decided to look at some. Now, sometimes the original iPhone, when you look on eBay, they're referred to as 2G because 2G was – and this was – so there there were a couple of uh, complaints. Yeah, you know, People loved them, and they were magical. We were all impressed by them. Uh, and people referred to them as the Jesus phone. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> remember that? Yeah, I, I remember hearing people. <laughs> Do you remember in the news it when it was first no, announced? I didn't, hear it, I didn't hear it like publicly like that. No, no, no. Do you remember in the also like sort of related to this? Do you remember when it was first announced in the news and they they took some you know the, some of the media took some video at the unveiling and there's like this one particular they had it in like this round case and they just would show people all gawking at it. <laughs> no, I don't remember that. You don't remember that? I, See, I was a BlackBerry person at the time, so. Okay. It was like all over the news, and it was one particular clip of like an Asian guy and just like, like real wide eyed, like, you know, really looking at it and trying. Mopping up drool. <laughs> I think he was just trying to focus, you know, maybe his eyesight wasn't so good, but it was, it was always kind of oh, funny. I can, okay, I can picture it. That's that way. <laughs> and, um, YouTube has that video. I'm sure they do. Or the news clips. All right. So in any case, a lot of times... Well, I you know, remember, just real quick, remember that app, that I Am Rich app that somebody wrote? Yeah, for the, yeah, uh, I do. Yeah. They, they, and the uh, fart sort apps. Of a a young, young, young man did that, sold it for 1000 bucks. People bought it because of their vanity. And all it does is just show this little ruby-looking graphic. <laughs> and he made an awful lot of money, and I think Apple reversed a lot of it. Oh really? Uh, yeah, but but really, if people were that dumb enough to buy the app, let the kid keep his money because I thought Apple was reviewing every application that was <laughs> yeah. being installed. The um, walled garden. Yeah, the walled garden. So the, the, there shouldn't the kid should have just had his money, kept his money for you know <laughs> for that idea. You know, it's it was it was pretty smart. Um, and if people want, people knew whether or not they wanted to buy it or not, you know. <laughs> and of course, um, I'd have to look it up. The, you know, so look it up if you're interested. But you know that originally, of course, the the first iPhone didn't have apps. There was no app store. So, um, so going back to this was one of the maybe complaints, if you will, or or you know, d- people saw a problem with the iPhone about that because Steve Jobs felt that you could have web based everything, web based apps. And ultimately, they you know obviously came out with it, an app store and an app development, and um, it's because of data plans, I bet, because web-based apps are going to continually eat data. Mm. So the first iPhone is a lot of time called the first iPhone, first generation iPhone, like in your link, but it's also referred to as two G, and that's because the original, uh, I think it was called the Edge Network, was two G, and people yeah, complained so it was about second that generation data. Yeah. Because that wasn't so fast. And so so the next phone, which was a significant upgrade, was the 3G, the Apple iPhone 3G, which people were very happy about because it took advantage of the new fast 3G network. So uh, so in any case, so my next my auction, first one, the next auction is for an Apple iPhone 3G black 8 gig factory unlocked with accessories and box. A1241. Uh, you can buy it now for 45 bucks with free expedited shipping. You can even make an offer on it. I think this is a fantastic... I almost want to buy it. But if you look at the pictures, it comes with the uh, earbuds and the, uh, you know, the basic charging cable and uh, the plug. Original box and the iPhones in nice condition. It's got that sort of curved plastic black back. Here you go. Another uh, you know early I- iPhone and not for a lot of money. It says bidding on a used and very good condition and good working order. Um, I won't go through the whole thing. Pictures of actual unit, front and back are near flawless. I like, I like the YouTube picture, the, the icon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Old television. Yeah, and again, I don't know what, um, you know, what version of the, the OS on there. But um, but there you go. You don't have to spend a lot of money to start collecting smartphones. And um, it's they're significant. Cool. In, in the box, and, and we'll su- soon see... Uh, how this is a good deal for somebody. Yeah. When I get to mine. And what's your next one? My next one, I believe this is the one that has it. This is Apple iPhone first generation, eight gig black box only. Oh, just a box? Just the box that was available in that other auction, your auction, uh-huh. For the, you know, the price of fifty was it fifty five dollars in that one? Here, it this box only got nine bids, and ended at one thirty three seventy seven. Yeah, but Why? here's I, I don't know if somebody was if nine people or who, the, the the nine bids 
how uh, how many was it they usually tell you that stuff yeah nine uh it looks like about nine separate people eight or nine separate people but the the uh i don't know if they were duped because all the item specifics point to a device it talks about the detailed item info the product information and then in very on a single line this is an original box only for the apple first generation iphone the box is in overall mm-hmm. great condition please zoom in on the photos and that's the only clue amidst everything else saying that it has lithium ion battery it has a touch yeah. screen yeah yeah you know, cuz ebay sticks that stuff in there now yep unless you it, you take it out but it looks like it has more than just a box it has the charging stand yeah but yeah I mean, has all the original feelies, <laughs> like the Apple stickers and, the, and the, the inserts and stuff. It looks like it has everything but the phone. But actually, I believe that phone was sold in, in the auction huh. that I previously put up. And, you know, my, like, my uh, iPhone, I have the original box with the original unopened. I have, I have all that stuff. So you do? With the original iPhone in there, too. <laughs> yeah. So you can get a lot of money for yours. I guess so, yeah. Yeah, and and it works, and it's in really nice shape. So, um, but I want to keep it. Well, there you go, because it'll, as we'll see later, it might go up in value. Next next show, I can also talk about what else I have in the box. (laughs) (laughs) Behind behind the box on the floor, behind curtain number three. Uh, So this is interesting that the box. I mean, the box is in great shape. I just never expected it to have a value of one hundred and thirty-four dollars. Yeah, but it's worth it to somebody. Maybe so. Somebody that has a right an original iPhone, but uh, I got to believe though. Like I can see some other ones on the bottom here where you can get one in the box for about the same less, and so I don't know. Well, that's what you posted. One in the box, but I understand there's two different boxes. There's the thick box and there's the thin box for this. Am I correct in that assessment or assumption? I, I'm not sure, but I kind of I kind of thought they're all the same. I thought some of the auctions I was looking at, some say uh, thin box or thick box. Now, of course, my auction was for a 3G model, though. So that's, uh, this the is newer a, ones probably had the thinner boxes. Yeah, and this is an original one. I think you're right. I think the original ones had a thicker, the thicker box. So. All right. So well, that's a good have find. Another... You want me to wait a minute while you bid on it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> if boxes are worth that much, I'm sitting on a fortune here. Oh, so the next auction I think is pretty interesting. So I did I did a 3G, and now this is the one that came after it, uh, the 3GS. So this is an Apple iPhone 3GS, 8 gig, factory unlocked smartphone, AT&T, T-Mobile, good condition. And, and still uh, with the rounded edge. Oh look! I think I could. Sw- I think when I, I found this, when there were three available, now there's only two available. They've oh. sold two hundred and twenty-three so far. So there's only two available. One sold in one hour. It says seller refurbished. Free shipping out of New York, New York. Twenty-eight ninety-nine. Buy it now. And it's so unlocked, so can't beat it. it. When it's unlocked, it means it can work on any network with it that uses the same. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And so you know what? If you just wanted to have it as just an emergency backup iPhone, it would work. It it would be it wouldn't be terrible. You'd just be limited, you know? Yeah, so this this I think it was the equivalent at the time of the uh iPod three G, right? Of the um well the, I think the iPod just the music player was the iPod touches were just like three, four. iPod touch, yeah. Yeah, so the iPod touch three that that's my latest one that I have. I actually have that. It's actually upstairs in my dining room. Um but I know the 3GS, um, is this when they started using their own processors in them? I, you know, when I closed that tab, I think so. Or that, or the, wait. I remember it was a significant. They started doing the Apple A series processors, right? Yeah. And I think, and it may not have been this one, but in any case, I know the 3GS was a significant bump from the 3G in speed. As the far A4 as, is what started with the iPhone 4. So that's when they started their uh, okay. their own processor. So it was the S5 PC100 for the 3GS. Yeah. But I remember this was a, you know, I mean, arguably they're all were significant. I guess the 3G was significant over the 2G. But I think the biggest thing about the 3G was just that because of the 3G network and, and yes. other, other and minor things. Data, and you could do more with it. 
Yeah, but this one was, was way faster and um, video a lot better. I mean, look, I mean, twenty nine dollars shipped. <laughs> yeah, unlocked. So yeah, it can make emergency calls and be a music player. Mm-hmm. So this is something you could give to your kids. This is, this phone is in B plus stock condition, so it could have some minor scrapes and all that. The screen is in good shape and does not show any deep scratches when turned on. And they so they had two hundred and twenty five of these. I wonder how they came about having all those. Well, it says that they're called Unlocks R Us. So they probably acquire them through. um, They they, they probably just get them through like networks of. uh, um, I mean, do providers destroy phones when they have you trade them in for a new model? Or do they just bunch them up and try to sell them off on. Like I kind of thought second, that secondary market. Yeah, I kind of thought that a lot of the a lot of these were they were sent overseas, you know, to the poorer countries, where then they they would you know that's quite possible. Or they were these days. It seems like they're refurbished and recycled for uh, pay as you go networks. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a three. It's still the original three and a half inch screen. Which I don't know if you've seen anybody with that small of a cell phone yeah, it's screen. Tiny. Now. It just seems yeah. It just seems so little. It's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking at the five-inch diagonal screen on my phone. Yeah, three and a half is pretty small. All right, so your next one is another first gen. Yes, and this one is, says it's unlocked also. Uh, Let's see. Collectible. Yes, first gen. Yeah, I think I picked this because it was unlocked. Um, I don't know how many. I think of the that first... matters. Yeah. It <laughs> sold for three hundred bucks. <laughs> it says, "Please be advised that two G service is no longer provided for these phones." So who cares if it's unlocked? Yeah. <laughs> well, in some countries, it might work. Yeah, especially if it uses a SIM card. But what surprised me here is that it sold for three hundred dollars. Yeah, me too. Why don't I have these things lying around? And it's just the phone. I mean, it's nice. It looks like it's clean, but it's just the phone by itself, right? No the box. Big or... sticker that says forty-one on it. Um, and it's always interesting. We hadn't talked about how the original iPhone had that. Um, it had the aluminum back, but then it had that black bottom, like yes. the black plastic. And I guess it's because. At the time, the engineering, I guess they felt it had to be that way for the antenna. Yeah, so you didn't, uh, and, and until they made it, uh, the rim of it, the, the antenna, antenna. So yeah, you touch it, you become part of the antenna. And then you got antenna gate with the iPhone 4. Yeah. <laughs> they, they tried making that outer edge an mm-hmm. antenna, and that kind of backfired. Antenna gate. I'll have to put, you know what? Now I'm going to have to play part of that song at the end of this show. So so stay stay tuned for that, everybody. Do you know what I'm talking about, Jeff? No, I guess I'm going to hear it too. All right, so we can check in. Right, there was a, there was a good song, and they, and Steve Jobs uh, liked it so much he um, like after made it of, his ringtone. No, <laughs> no, but after the that was in the news and a lot of stuff going on, and then I think it was during the Worldwide Developers Conference that you know he he like played that whole song and spoke spoke about it or whatever, <laughs> which was kind of interesting. But yeah, I'm really surprised three hundred dollars. Basically he owned the problem and had fun with it. Yeah. Um That's neat. All right. So let's see, what's my next one? Oh, okay, so here we go. So my next one is basically I did a search for NIB, which means new inbox, iPhone two G on eBay. And um so probably you could do other searches and find wow. other ones like this. So I so I've this is 19 results in the cell phone, just in the narrowed down to the smartphone category. And if you look, here, here's all the expensive ones. So um, I think one of these is you, is you cover it, yeah. right? But like yeah. the first one right now is 10,500, five grand. Here's one. Collectors, extremely rare. Apple iPhone, first generation, 2G, four gig, never activated, 6790. Buy it now. Yeah, 6400, 10,005. Here's one for nine eighty nine. We better scoop that one up. Yeah, exactly. It's oh, it's sealed. a three G, but it's sealed in the box. Here's one rare factory sealed new iPhone 
Apple iPhone, first generation, 8 gig, black smartphone, 2G, $13,000. You know how easy it is to seal a box? I think so. Didn't these have special stickers on the... On the uh... I'm not sure, but I think if you if you were motivated by thousands of dollars, I kind of think you could get... Get a stick to print it up. <laughs> yeah, you could get an iPhone in really nice condition and then work on it and make it look mint and then get a box and, you know, and you could minty it all up, I think, if you really were motivated and knew what you're doing. Oh, that's certainly possible, yeah. And if you scroll down, here's one from Italy, $11,000 or best offer, only one left... So what? They had multiples of them. I'll pay seventeen bucks. Only eleven thousand dollars. Only uh, one left. I have to click on this last one. Two sold. So there's three of them, and it, it look it's like in a in a glass case, and unopened smartphone. Collect, what does it got? It's got like a it like includes um like a copy of the patent or something. Do you see that? Okay, I had to find the it. United States you, of America. Yours is probably sorted in a slightly different. Uh, so I don't know what this. Mine. So okay, Apple okay. iPhone two G brand new packed product is original packaging. New product never open. Product unavailable for collectors. Rare world. Reprint a certificate included. Cube for exposure included. Bag shopping original Apple included. Warning: the cube with the LED is not included. It is necessary to add a hundred euros to the final. Really. Yikes. So you can't throw that in for eleven grand? Can't throw in the LEDs, huh? Apparently not. And it's by Collections Apple with two hundred thirty-four hundred cent feedback. And what else are they selling? Uh, a bunch of bullcrap URLs or something. Okay. <laughs> you look at the, these, their other items. Yeah, are you looking at it now too? Like a bunch uh, of yeah, a bunch of domains. Virus Ebola info premium domain brandable Ebola character Ebola for sale virus. What? Oh yeah, they're selling domain names. I guess they think they have. Uh... Now listen, do you think for fifty nine dollars I can go ahead and get the isex.me domain? But but hear hear me out, Jeff. All right, for just forty dollars more, I really I'm kind of thinking the xxxhxx.com domain it might <laughs> yeah, really I'm pan out. This one. It might just it might just get more notice, you know, from my super porn site. What do you think? Gosh, <laughs> you're going to go here. You're going to you're going to retire and uh, start up a porn site. xxxhxx.com. <laughs> why why does that mean? What did that mean anything? I have no It probably means just as much as this zero four 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 three six dot com. Well, enough of that. <clears throat> so go ahead with your next one. All right, my next one happens to be. I guess basically from oh, the list of yours. Oh, here you go. This is the top. This is here's the top notch one. And I only like this because it has the the like the walnut. That's a nice yeah. That's a nice I presentation. Mean, it, it is a nice presentation, um, especially since one of them's open and one of them is apparently factory sealed. But for twenty thousand dollars, buy it now. You can't even do a best offer on this. You can get two Apple iPhones, first generation, eight gig. Uh, of course, AT&T, because they were the only ones that sold the first-generation iPhones, um, I guess, for your museum. Yeah. You're bidding on two. You're bidding on? It's a buy it now. Mm-hmm. It says, okay, it says you're bidding on. Okay. Uh, one is brand <laughs> new and never been opened, and the other one is used, but you can turn it on and touch it and caress it and say, my precious, so you can actually play around with it. See the pictures. Like it, like it'll do anything. Um, you can actually open the case. That's yeah. the fe- that's the feature I like the best. I you know <laughs> I, I would buy this for Carrington Banson, but I'm afraid he'd open the other one. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know I mean, can I be a big time nitpicker? What? <laughs> so so forgetting that it's twenty grand for both of these, okay. And it is a very nice case, it's but okay. Attractive, yeah. But here you Mirror go. Bottom it, and everything. It, you know, if I really want it, so I'm going to have one that's sealed, beautiful, good, great. I want that in the case. Then I have one that's opened, right? And even the way it's displayed is very nice. I like that. But if I'm going to do that, then I want a bigger case because what I want to have is the sealed one. Then I want to have all the all the contents of the open one spread out in the case around oh, the one point. that's open, so I can see everything that came in it. 
that's the way I would do it. You know what I mean? Or what's the point? point? Yeah. Oh, and at the same time, vacuum the air out. Keep it in a vacuum. Yeah. Well, really, if you want to preserve it, right. If you're truly going to um, do that. Hermetically seal it. And then you have, have, it, you have to have it on. Transparent aluminum to uh, be the, the case sides because it'll collapse under the atmospheric pressure. And then you need a button on the top when you press it so that a voice comes in and tells you some history and stuff, a yeah. recorded message. Exactly. <laughs> it is nice. I don't think we kind of need to revisit this. I don't, I don't think it's going to sell for that much money. I don't think so either. And this is the only thing they have online. I mean, it's 10,000 bucks each. Let's just say they're thrown in the case. And then, and then really, Yeah. So first off, it, it's pretty tough to get ten grand for one, even if it's brand new sealed. But now you're at, you're trying to get someone this, yeah, to buy two at a time. So, and if you're going to have one open for display, you could kind of go for a way cheaper, really nice condition one. The the, the show, right? Yeah, it didn't have to be another ten thousand dollar one. <laughs> just just to have the. Uh... The, the the air from 2007 still trapped inside. Actually, if I bought this for $20,000, I think what I would expect is to get the full, the full treatment is I also want like a line of Apple employees who or then, who then high five me talking version of Steve jobs <laughs> describing it like in that video. No. So when it's delivered to me, I need to have like at least five or six Apple employees that high five me <laughs> as I take the go. package in from the door. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they should do, <laughs> do you remember they that? should do that for uh no, I I'm sorry, I really didn't follow the iPhone stuff too much. Oh, they'd all make a big deal when you know, when people would stand in line and get their iPhones and then and then they come out of the store and their app employees are high five. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I remember that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should have the same experience for that price. Yeah. Delivered by a limousine. <laughs> all right. Here's our last auction and uh Yeah, it's hard to believe that that run-of-the-mill sealed boxed one uh, is actually worth more than this special gem. Yeah, and I'm pretty proud of finding this. I thought to myself, well, could yeah, I look find. for it? So I put the word prototype in my search. I found, so I found iPhone first-generation prototype software iOS 1.0 8 gig. It's by now for $887 out of Germany. You know what? I had not fully read this, Dresden. Does it include the phone? Sell here an original iPhone, okay, with 8 gig, what came 2007 on the market. The special feature of this device is a software. On this is not only iPhone OS, iOS 1.0, but also a test software from Apple, Skank Phone. Skank Phone? So with this software, you can, for example, test various functions and change settings you cannot make with the normal operating system. So, you know, is it worth 800? It's it's got a back door. Is it worth $887? Probably not, because um, it's still just an iPhone 1. And, you know, know, in reverence, they, they should have sold it for $666.66. <laughs> if you look at it, you can see um, it's, in a, it's actually in just a little rough condition. You know, it's well-worn. Yeah, it's, 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 been, it's obviously been in somebody's pocket. Yeah, especially the plastic chrome around the front screen. You can see how worn that is. Well, even so, on the yeah, even on the back, you can see rub areas where the yeah. So it's easily a hundred dollar iPhone. Let's just say, for argument's sake, and the fact that it has the original OS on it and this other software, that's pretty cool. That's worth something. I don't know if it's worth an additional seven hundred eighty-seven dollars though. To um, you know, but it's kind of interesting that it's out there. And then how often are you really – that's the thing with some of this stuff is how often are you really going to mess with it or play well, around with it? Well, see, now you install that I Am Rich app. <laughs> that should be in that other case, right? I mean, if It wouldn't, run, it wouldn't run on this, right, because it didn't have an app store back then. Uh, yeah, it should be in the uh, case. I Am yeah, Rich app. Just have, the, just have it show that uh, I Am Rich ruby red icon. All right. Well, I feel like the show's going fast, but not really, is it? It's going fast. Yeah, well, it's going a little we bit were fast. doing a lot of talking. Oh, well, I'm looking at the time, but of course, I had I, this is the second part of the recording, so uh, so we're we're doing good. What do you think? Of, so let's discuss values. So, the, what would you say for 
what do you say for values? I guess, honestly, if you want one for your collection, don't pay any more than 50 bucks for a first gen. Really? Now, if it comes with the box, of course. Yeah, so you're saying just like it functions and it's clean and yeah. out of the box. Yeah, the phone, okay, maybe up to 75 based on what I've seen. Yeah. But not not much more than that. The box, if you want to have it pristine, that then you're probably talking uh, maybe 120 to 150 mm-hmm. It seems like the box, especially those thicker boxes, um, from a collector's standpoint, are very valuable. Yeah, I don't think they're worth 100 I found bucks. it surprising, but it appears to be very valuable. But I would agree. I, th- I think $75 is kind of a good mid mark. So let's say a, a uh, you know, slightly worn, but generally good condition functioning first generation iPhone, just the phone. I think that's a good price point. So the nicer it gets, the price goes up, the more stuff it comes with. I think, you know, easily a hundred dollars up to one twenty five, one fifty, even. And then, you know, down the more worn it is. And then once you throw in the box, easily like say a hundred plus dollars and then and then when it has so like mine that is essentially in very good condition it's not perfect but and it has everything in the box and the box is in really excellent condition wow so i don't yeah i probably wouldn't take less than maybe 250 300 dollars and maybe it's worth even more than that now but that's probably not right then roll it back if you if you need to, because it's still got its original earbuds sealed. I, I guess the person just never used them, which is which is odd to me. Because even with my Android phone, I still use my Apple earpods. They're called now because I just think they're better. I like that's them. That's true. And, and those ear earbuds were, and the earbuds were great too. That was a, another big selling point for it because yeah. it had those. Everybody wanted them, and it also. Well, maybe, maybe they learned after a couple months of it being on the market that if you're wearing those white earbuds, you have an iPhone, yeah. and somebody's going to beat you up and take it. An iPod, of course. Yeah, before the iPhone. Yeah. And then, so now, but now it looks like uh, from, I think, what we saw, the, the 3G and 3GS, you can easily pick these guys up, even with a box and everything, for 50 bucks. I think it's just a good number. So their collectability or value is is it drops quite a bit from the the significance of the original first iPhone. Yeah, but, but that could change down the it road. It just became a regular commodity. Yeah, and then pretty much after that too. Well, then ironically, of course, as you get newer, then they they retain more value because they're more useful still. Like an iPhone six is still worth a couple hundred bucks. I, I think they still hold their value the best over even our. The I think the Galaxy series are come behind the iPhone, and then all the other phones are don't keep any value hardly at all. But the iPhones definitely keep their value the best. So, are there any uh, any interesting Facebook stuff to share? I, I think I had looked recently, and I had shared you know about that that old um, podcast I did. So I'd shared something in there. I don't think there's any other anything else important, is there? I think one comment. When was the last time we recorded? Uh, it would have been February second. Second, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a lot of likes on Facebook uh, and reactions, but only one person commented. Uh, I think you put up the link for every OS sucks. Oh yeah. And uh, Doug Hornick said he loves the song and. I guess part of what, let's see, I guess something we must have said in the last episode, he goes, yes, I hear you guys just fine. Don't ever change, uh, quote, our opening song. Uh, it makes feel like it's summer outside instead of cold winter in Minnesota. Oh, yeah, Minnesota is cold. Um, Real cold. Absolutely cold. Yeah, where if they can drop the negative, then it's a warm day. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I guess that, that theme song, boy, where did we grab th- that theme song. I think I had a repository of music and we used mm-hmm. that. Uh, and then yeah, I don't remember added, exactly. And you added vocals cause it, it, it was, uh, it, <laughs> it was not, it was not a song like that. It was, it was <laughs> instrumental <laughs> the history, <only>. the history. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you listen to every OS sucks? Yes, I did. Isn't it great? Pretty interesting for, yeah. If, the way they did that, uh, sort of in one take. I always loved that. I remember the first time I heard that or saw that it was in like, I think that video is like 2000. It has a copyright date on it. Isn't it 2001? I think. 
something like that. But um, yeah, it's just I have to play it, and then you might hear it in the background if I did that. Thirty-two K was enough to go to the moon. It's enough for you. That's right. <laughs> you didn't need any fancy operating system. Oh, I'm actually programming and or Arduino stuff under thirty-two K and doing a lot with it. Driving um, touchscreen, uh, eight hundred by four eighty LCD color displays, all from thirty-two K worth of. Uh, um, Actually, 30K worth of program space. And I did, um, so I took a look at Twitter, and no, not too much. Oh, well, Josh Malone had said, please don't assume your listeners can follow along with the show notes. Let us know what you're talking about. So so stop doing that, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take the blame this time. Oh, and Jim Fullerton, I don't think we had shared this yet. Yeah, it's February 6th. He said, because earlier he had said that the 386 had a math coprocessor from an earlier show. And he said, actually, I was wrong. No, 386, no 386 had a math coprocessor. I thought it was just the SX because I had to buy the 387 coprocessor. So that was, that was the difference between the 386 and the 486. The 486 had an integrated coprocessor, and then they came out the uh, lower cost 486 SX. SX. And the difference was it, is it didn't have the coprocessor, or so, or somehow they turned that part of the manufacturing thing off to make it cheaper. Something. Yeah, like the 386 SX. Yeah, cut back on like data lines or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, because it had the it was 32 bit internal, but then it had a 16 yep. it, on 16 bit external bus. Um. So if anything was cached, it went faster. If not, it had to go through a small pipeline. Well, at least a data pipeline. There is no email. What? Doesn't anybody love us out there? No email from anybody? Not even from our creditors. (laughs) And we always ask for, like, audio. Nobody wants to send us any audio. Now, either that or maybe it's not uh, arriving. There should. There's a fair amount of space there. Oh, oh! You want me to look at the actual uh, web page and see if anybody, anyone did anything? Yeah, give it a shot. Let's look. So we got. Uh, while I'm going there, we've got uh, what VCFs coming up. So what? We're let. We're about six weeks away from VCF East. Yes, I will be there. Um, I'm not sure now we, if I'll be going. So it's kind of fifty fifty. But I got to um, get some of my equipment together because my my presentation is going to be. I don't know how much of it I reveal, revealed so far, how to do a live transfer of compiled applications to another C64 for testing. Um, okay, so no no recent comments at the webpage. Yeah, I was going to load up the WordPress app on my phone because that usually tells me in order which comments are there. Nope, January 6th was the most – oh, wait, January 10th was the most recent one. And we've already covered that in a previous show. It was Jim Osborne saying that uh, he's only three-quarter of the way through. I would assume he got caught up by now. Jim, are you caught up? Let us know. Get back to us. <laughs> send us an audio Send us audio feedback. <laughs> and if, if for some reason you're sending that and it's not getting anywhere, just then don't send an attachment on email. Just tell us that you're having problems getting it or it's bouncing back for whatever reason. So... Uh, that way we know because we can't really tell if it's a problem if there there is one unless somebody speaks up about it. So with that, let's just tell everybody how much we appreciate you all listening. We don't say that enough, but thanks for listening, supporting the show. Um, oh, we have fun recording it too. I know I do. Yeah, I do too. But I guess I guess it's a good time as any to make an announcement. So basically, at least for me anyway, is so next show is going to be my last show fifty nine. Yes, it, we went through all the tiers, yeah, uh, eBay style. Still um, trying to knock on uh, Todd George's door uh, to continue on with the old style. So yeah, that I was going to still just, in the works. Okay, uh, I think Todd's been busy with a lot of things. Um, I hope I, you guys do. Oh, I, I definitely want to continue. We have we have the next um, system selected already. Okay. Um, and but it's just a matter of getting schedules together. I know he's been busy with a lot of stuff, and I last saw him at the VCF workshop last month. I didn't go this month, 
uh, or last weekend actually. So I didn't get a chance to talk with him more about that, but I know he's been pretty busy lately, Okay. but he's interested in it and you know, that's what we'll have. So I guess once the next show eBay style is done, we've covered everything that was intended for pretty much. Series. I know we had talked about going into like game consoles and, um, so and that might happen. Gaming consoles and then handheld gaming, um, plat, you know, consoles, I guess you'd call it, or not consoles, but, you know, handheld gaming. And how it all merges into the smartphone. It does, right? So so that would be a continuation. And um, But those those are outside of the sort of the three tiers. But they're certainly a part of the history of personal computing. Um, but a little bit special category because they're not general purpose computers, which, granted, all the ones we've talked about are really um i was thinking of covering software yeah and there's so there's so much more that that we can cover and you know during our run we we did do special shows which were always a lot of fun and um so you know i'm not saying i'm um i'm never going to do another podcast but i'm kind of kind of officially unofficially retiring from podcasting at least for now because uh yeah i'm busy too with school and and my job i've never been so busy at my uh currently on a job at my current job but um but also i want to move into i think i've told you this jeff is i want to try to move more into maybe maybe trying to do some youtube stuff and oh there um, you go yeah and i don't think i've spoken about it on the air or if i mentioned it to you about how i have an interest in doing a drone filming like no uh, you didn't mention that at least uh i don't recall you mentioning that i I got a couple drones i got to get out of their box and try but there always seems to be windy when i try it yeah, there's a couple of uh, vloggers, you know, video bloggers that I, I follow. That um, well, one guy particularly, Adam the Woo, is a lot of fun. He does a podcast called The Daily Woo, and he has, um, I think it's by DLP. I think it's the company. The um, uh, I should know this, but but really nice, like a very dependable uh, prosumer level drone 4K video. And they cost about eleven hundred bucks, so not too crazy. Oh, so but it's not the parrot. But they're not cheap, yeah. But um, but I, I'd kind of like to start messing with that. But anyway, I don't want to try to move into video. I tried to do video stuff a long time ago, and I think I was trying to be too formal in TV show about it. And I those shows are up on uh, YouTube, Classic Computing. If you want to check it out. Anyway, so let's wrap it up. But we're, we're doing one more show, and that's show fifty nine. Two weeks from today, Thursday, March 2nd, and we're going to complete our look at the world uh, of the smartphones with the Android phone, which I think will also be very interesting. (laughs) Yeah, Now now we're going to get comments. (laughs) Well, and of course, the Android phone and – oh, and by the way, um, back to that that other show I used to do called uh, Not Another Apple Podcast, Uh, me and my co-host – my co-host and I, we also did a show where we um, compared and contrasted what the mobile OS war, platform war, if you will, of iOS and Android with the the, the Macintosh Windows, you know, competition that went on. Oh, that, I, yeah, that would be interesting. And I think that was a very interesting discussion. Um, anyway, so so we'll be talking about the Android uh, phones and, and its um, evolution. And then, of course, they weren't all made by Apple. They weren't all made by one company. So that so it's very diverse. Um, should be a very diverse bunch of auctions, you know, items we find. So interesting stuff. Find all our show notes at thehistoryofpersonalcomputing.com. Uh, send us some feedback if you would. Um, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter, and. Uh, Eh, you don't, we're not really on the Vintage Computer Forum, but we always mention it because it's a, it's a good place to go. It's, it pretty much is the central forum now for Vintage Computer uh, hobby and yes, chatting. They're, they're growing in popularity. Yeah, oh. and it's part of the, the Vintage Computer Federation, the VC Fed, um, and all of that. Right, because you don't want to be part of the, the Vintage Computer Romulan Empire. <laughs> right. Part of the Federation. So that's going to be it for this time. Remember, caveat emptor, let the buyer beware. Emptor, I always think I'm thinking it, saying it wrong. You had, you had how many episodes to get this right? <laughs> Listen, always fully research all of your purchases and sellers first before buying. Measure twice, cut once. See you next time. See ya. Thank you.